Welcome to the Kemi Nekvapil podcast, the Shift series. I am Kemi Nekvapil, an executive and personal coach, international speaker, facilitator, and author. As a coach, it is my pleasure and my role to support my clients to build a bridge from where they are to where they want to be. The Shift series is a collection of condensed coaching sessions interspersed with storytelling and real-life situations to support you to navigate the ups, the downs and the in-between times. The idea for this series was to make each episode short and to the point. I want you, the listener, to have more action time and less listening time. What you will not get from me is a formula to follow. There will be no top tips. I will not be giving you advice. What I do is create a space for you to dig into your own internal resources so you can focus on the areas of your life that you want to shift. Please note that as a credentialed ICF coach, I work under a strict confidentiality code. Any client stories have been modified to protect the client. Let's shift. Often, by default, we think how we would behave in a situation is the best way to behave for everyone. We may believe that how we interpret right and wrong behaviour is the same way everyone else interprets right and wrong behaviour. But this is rarely the case. Today's shift is for compassion. Before I share today's situation, I invite you to think of an area in your life where you could bring compassion You may know that compassion would be helpful, but for some reason you are not using it. Or maybe you are not clear on your next step. As you listen to today's episode, keep your situation in mind. And even if this topic seems to not apply right now, it may reveal something that you need later. Bowler had been best friends with Amita for over 20 years. Whenever we had our coaching sessions, Bowler usually mentioned Amita in some form, and the love and loyalty they had built over the years was apparent. When I asked Bowler what our focus was for that day, Bowler told me that she wanted to focus our session on her friendship with Amita. What aspect of the friendship are we focusing on? I asked her. The fact that I don't trust her, she responded. Okay, and how will we know if this session has been a good use of our time today? because I will know how to end my friendship with Amita. Okay, Bola, where would you like to start? As you know, Amita is the most, well, was the most loving and understanding person I have ever met, truly. But last week, we were at a work function of hers, and she blurted out in front of her colleagues that I had suffered from crippling anxiety while also maintaining a great job in finance and looking after my mother all at the same time. She said I was a real wonder woman. You sound upset, Amita. What about this has upset you? She embarrassed and shamed me in front of strangers. Everyone just gave me the look of pity. You don't go and tell a group of strangers that your best friend has suffered from crippling anxiety. You just don't do that. Did she know not to do that? How could she not know? If Amita told me that she had crippling anxiety, I would never reveal that to anyone. Ah, so she knew it was a secret. She was out of order. She tried to call to apologise, but I'm so upset with her. Sometimes it's the closest people in our lives that cause the most pain. I am curious, though, 
Are you embarrassed and ashamed about what Amita did? Or are you embarrassed and ashamed that you found yourself having to deal with anxiety in the first place? There was a long pause. I never thought I was the sort of person that would suffer from a mental health issue. It sounds stupid, but I think I thought I had a good job, a good family, I had great grades at school. I thought it was only the mad people on the street that had issues and I was not one of them. I knew so little about it, really. I'm embarrassed about that too. The whole thing made me feel so weak. I notice you're talking about this in the past tense. It made you feel weak, not I feel weak. It did feel weak at the time, but I have done work with my therapist around that, around integrating all parts of myself. I do understand that I'm not less of who I am because I have suffered. I actually think I'm more of who I am because I have suffered. Personal suffering can be the bridge for compassion, I said to Bola. Is it possible that that was what Amita was trying to say in her own way? She did call you Wonder Woman. She has a great respect for you and the challenges you have faced. I wish she hadn't told them, though. Bola, if Amita would have known that you didn't want this information shared, do you think she would have shared it? Not at all was Bola's response. Is it possible then that Amita made a mistake? Bola takes a long sigh. You said at the start of our session that you wanted to end your friendship with Amita. Do you still feel this is your only option? No. I think I was triggered into how I used to feel about being ill, that everyone there that night would have thought that I was weak. But when I think about it, the first thing one of those people said was, I started seeing a therapist for my anxiety just last week. It actually started a really interesting conversation, but I was too ashamed to speak. So, Bola, what are you going to do next? Well, I'm going to try and stop avoiding a meter and let her know that I'd rather she didn't share about my anxiety with others. Anything else? Probably buy myself a Wonder Woman cape. But honestly... To be more compassionate to myself and to Amita. I, I do know that she would never intentionally hurt me. I learned a lot about compassion when my illness was at its worst. It made me kinder to myself. I think I need to give Amita that kindness and compassion too. And now it's over to you. In every coaching session I guide, there is always a section where the client commits to action. Action that is relevant to their situation and their emotional and physical resources. Think of a situation where you could practice compassion. Where are you holding others to the standards you set for yourself? What is the impact on the relationship? What one action will you take today that will cause you to shift forward? Not one action are you hoping to take, going to try to do, or do if you have the time? And by when will your action be completed? Remember, one action, one shift at a time. And in the words of Pema Children, having compassion starts and ends with having compassion for all those unwanted parts of ourselves, all those imperfections that we don't even want to look at. The Shift Series is here to support you. 
one shift and one action at a time. If today's episode has given you the chance to see your situation differently, given you a chance to reflect or the opportunity to take action, please give a five-star review. It helps me know I'm delivering content that makes a difference to you and it allows this content to reach more people. To learn more about my work and to subscribe to my weekly words, you can find me over at kemineckthepill.com. That's K-E-M-I-N-E-K-V-A-P-I-L.com. Here's to the ups, the downs and the in-between times.